been there. Driving on a Canadian highway in snowy, whiteout, or slick conditions, it's one of the most stressful things about living in this country. But what happens when you slide off that highway into the ditch, or when a big truck does? The 401 is one of the busiest highways in North America, and with more people commuting to work and a growth in the amount of truck traffic, it's only getting busier. Keeping it and other 400 series highways moving, especially when the weather gets bad, isn't easy. On this episode of the 519 Podcast, we talk to Gary Vandenhuvel. He's the owner of Preferred Towing in Sarnia. Gary and his team are featured on Discovery Channel's show Heavy Rescue 401, and they keep us moving even when Mother Nature stands in the way. Here's your host, Craig Needles. One of the big problems with winter driving on Ontario's highways is that once one thing goes wrong, it can impact all sorts of other things. One transport truck in a ditch, one car rear-ending another, and things can grind to a halt. Even if the road's not blocked, slowdowns can make drivers more impatient, and that can be dangerous. And that's where people like Gary Vandenhuvel and his team at Preferred Towing come in, because without them, that one-hour wait could turn into a full day on a busy highway. My wife and myself, uh, 30 years ago, and uh, we started with one truck, uh, and uh, 30 years later, we, uh, we're standing here with a, a fleet of about 18 units now. We are the guys that uh, go out on, uh, in our area anyway, the 402, sometimes we get out on the uh, Highway 401, the 400 series of Ontario, and uh, we're the guys that clean up those uh, great big transport trucks that you see uh, on the side of the highway that are uh, broken down or rolled over or in the ditch or whatever happens to happen out there on that particular day. We've all seen it here in Ontario. Things can change quickly when it comes to the weather, especially in the winter. When snow events like this take place, the plans of someone working in highway rescue can change just as fast. Those days are are very hectic. Uh, Generally, you know uh, in advance sometimes that that storms are coming in. Sometimes it's just a a matter of a a small skiff of snow uh, coming across uh, and catching people off guard uh, in the mornings or or wherever it may be. And, uh, you know, if if the conditions are right, the roads freeze up and, uh, you know, uh, people start uh, sliding off the roads and and accidents start happening. And yeah, it becomes extremely hectic. We start uh, getting call after call after call. The customer calls us direct or we get a call from one of the uh, police departments. And in our area, it's uh, the Sarnia Police or through uh, the Ontario Provincial Police. So uh, we we get called by them and and that's how and when we respond. Obviously, we are a 24-7 business. So the guys have to respond from home, get to the yard and then out to the accident scene. So sometimes it takes time. Time. We don't have that. Uh, we don't sleep at the hall like the fire department, uh, and then we don't have, you know, guys in in trucks twenty four seven. It's just uh, an on call basis. So yeah, we respond. Uh, sometimes you know, if it's during the day, obviously it's quicker. At night, sometimes there's. Uh, logistics of getting to the trucks and out to the accident scene. We've all been there. You're stuck in traffic and all of a sudden you've become impatient. You become frustrated. And usually that inconvenience only lasts for what, an hour? At preferred towing, sometimes they spend hours on the road and those hours can even turn into days. Last winter, I know we had an event there where uh, it was uh, the first week of December and uh, a major storm blew in uh, early through the early morning hours, I believe probably two or three in the morning and continued on 
probably until about eight or nine that morning. And uh, the roads were just a mess. Uh, and uh, that was a three-day event. Uh, and, and we do get that on, on many times. The 402 has had some multi-vehicle multi crashes where we've had upwards of 50-plus uh, vehicles involved uh, and, and those are, are certainly uh, taxing on the crews. And, and there's a lot of work and a lot of equipment to go into those. And, but you just start at the front of the line and you just work your way back and, and, and get it cleaned up the, the best and most efficient way you can. Cleaning up a 50-car pileup is not fast or easy. It takes time. And Gary and his team are under pressure from some of the most impatient people you can find, those who are stuck in traffic. But those are not the only people who are applying the pressure to Gary and company to make sure they get their jobs done quickly and efficiently. They are very um, fast-paced. Uh, there's a lot of action going on. And, and for me, uh, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that's answering to the Ontario Provincial Police in this case, uh, and they have uh, the highways people on the, like the MTO, everybody's monitoring how long is this highway going to be closed? And, and the pressure's there because uh, the 402 being the second busiest uh, corridor in North America, uh, you know, the pressure's there. We, we have to remain, try and get these, these highways open uh, as safely and as efficiently as we can, but safety always comes first. Uh, so, but there is a lot of pressure on, you know, the scene coordinator like myself, uh, you know, I have to make sure that my job, uh, that my, my people are doing the job correctly and safely. Uh, we're organizing uh, sometimes multiple vehicles, uh, multiple situations, you know, there's guys untangling the, uh, the, uh, the trucks and the trailers, but there's also debris everywhere. So I always have a crew out there uh, cleaning that up. Sometimes there's uh fuel spills uh, and on the, the case of this weekend, the same thing. So we've got multiple things going on at once with multiple vehicles. We've got tire trucks out there, you know, trying to do some repairs just to allow us to get these units off the roads. So yeah, sometimes you're managing five, six different things on one scene with, you know, the OPP just, and they're very respectful fire departments and, and that we have a very good working relationship with all of them here. But, uh, you know, you, you have to answer to these people. They, they want to know the answers as well. How long is it going to be? What's this going to take? Um, and I don't feel the pressures from them being pushed back is to hurry up. It's, it's just, a, you know, everybody wants to know. The higher ups always want to know how long is this going to take? So, uh, you know, the responsibility falls on my shoulders most days. There's definitely some intrigue that comes with this job for everyone who does it, but especially for Gary. He and his team at Preferred Towing are on the Discovery Channel reality show Heavy Rescue 401, a show that attracts an audience all over the world. It's a different world for me now. Uh, I, we get recognized everywhere. Uh, as I said, uh, we were in Costa Rica at one point and uh, my wife was uh, talking to a vendor there. Couldn't speak English, but uh, he, he actually recognized me and, and started saying to my wife, uh, you know, uh, your, your husband, Discovery, Discovery Channel. And uh, that's when we realized that he did recognized. And uh, so we were, uh, I came over and we got a picture with him and, uh, and that happens quite often. Uh, my son and I uh, went to um, the biggest uh, tow show in North America. Our truck was being featured there two years ago. Uh, and um, it was in Atlantic city. And of course, everybody from our industry goes to that. And of course, everybody from our industry also watches the show. Uh, so it was a real reality check for uh, for us 
uh, in the fact that um, what happened was uh, we um, we couldn't go anywhere for three days. Uh, the two of us couldn't go anywhere. Uh, we we would turn and everybody was, there was just a line of people wanting to talk to us and, and look at our truck. And, and, uh, and even we went out for dinner at night and we were with, with the local salesman uh, that was, um, uh, that had sold us the truck here at, uh, at the dealership in Sarnia. And, uh, and we were just having uh, pizza down in the lobby and a uh, guy came up and sat in between me and the salesman and, uh, you know, introduced himself. He had met us years ago at a, at a, a training seminar, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's fun and we're respectful of that. Uh, and, uh, but I could tell you by the end of the three days, we were like, okay, this is just not our world. We need to get out of it because, uh, you know, we're just normal guys. Uh, and, uh, the fanfare fair was, uh, quite, uh, extreme that weekend. And, uh, it, it just was overwhelming, but, uh, really, really neat and, and just gave you a, a different perspective in, in life. So, uh, we're just having a ball with that sort of stuff. And, uh, as I said, people, uh, come email us, uh, every, uh, every day from, all over the world, we get emails and uh, we have people that show up at the yard uh, and it's not just young, it's, it's young, it's old, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just uh, amazing. And it, it really humbles you uh, as to, to the effect you have on people. So it, it's just been a great, great experience that way. Whether it's for an international television show or not, every crash is different. When you're in the highway rescue business, the trucks are always different. One day you could be in a truck full of produce. The next day could be a truck loaded with new cars heading to a dealership. Every rescue scene tests Gary's creativity and resourcefulness when they're looking to get the job done. Every do- job uh, has has a different aspect or a different element to it. Uh, you know, you, you take your fundamentals and, uh, you know, there's a lot of math in it, a lot of physics. Uh, there's things you, you have to look at. Uh, structure of these vehicles every time is different. You, you never know what you're dealing with. Uh, not every trailer that rolls over is created equally. Some are weaker, some are stronger. So, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, it's a balancing act and, and you have to be able to be that person that's adaptive and, and be able to look at a situation and, and figure out how to do it. So it is very complicated a lot of times, uh, multiple different styles of trailers, as I said, uh, you know, and sometimes you're dealing with, um, you know, chemical loads, uh, you're dealing with heavier loads sometimes than others, but, you know, we, we have a very busy corridor through here. So yeah, yeah. but that's what makes the job fun and interesting, right? Uh, every one of them is different. Uh, you really have to be, uh, a thinker on these things, I guess you'd say. And, uh, so that's, that's really what keeps me, uh, you know, involved in it. And when they show up on scene, they have to be ready for anything, literally. We had chickens a few months ago and, uh, you know, now they're running through the fields and, uh, you know, that's a little different aspect. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes you get auto parts and, and you get small, tiny little pieces and, and you're just, you've got these things scattered everywhere. Uh, sometimes you've got big, big things where you, you can't actually put a, a body on them to lift them out of the way that you, you need equipment to lift them out of the way. So it's just, it's just a totally different job every single time. You just don't know what you're dealing with. Sometimes you're dealing with food, sometimes auto parts, sometimes, you know, wood, steel, just you never know. But that's what makes it interesting. And then you come out with the equipment and you fire everything you've got at it. 
It didn't happen very far from the farm, uh, you know, fortunately. So they, uh, they were able to bring out another uh, truck and reload uh, the chickens, but some of them escaped and, uh, you know, they would uh, be walking through the field and we were back out the next day to pick up some parts and they were still hiding under some <laughs> things here and there. So, it's, uh, you know, you, you got to find the humor in this stuff. But not every job evokes visions of Rocky Balboa chasing a chicken around a farmyard. The chicken catching net doesn't really make many appearances, unfortunately. Most scenes aren't really that amusing to show up to. Under the conditions that winter weather provides, being on the scene can actually come with a lot of danger. Icy roads, winter whiteouts, rescue jobs demand a high level of awareness on the scene. Even aside from the winter weather, stepping onto a busy highway in near-perfect conditions is no easy feat. There's always a... And there's always been that 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 danger or inherent danger of, of vehicles going by you uh, on the 402 or the 401. Uh, it, it is a dangerous business by by no uh, stretch of the imagination. But you know you you manage those scenes through crash trucks, through pylons, pre warning on on those sort of things. Uh, and again, that that's evolving as we go as well. The the ministry now has. Uh, uh, highway signs up, uh, the 402 are getting new ones, um, and, and you know, they're able to notify uh, that, hey, there's an accident ahead, uh, move over a lane, whatever that may be. So so that's evolving, making our job a little bit safer. And the nice thing about Heavy Rescue, the show, uh, has been also that, uh, you know, it really has highlighted uh, the dangers that we face. And, uh, you know, we, we get quite often... Uh, phone calls or people coming up to us or emails Uh, it's in 170 countries around the world so uh, we do get emails from all over the world every year or every day sorry and uh, and quite often that's what they say is that they didn't realize how dangerous it was out there for us and they now respect that they slow down they move over whenever they see uh, anything on the side of the road whereas they used to not do that so I I think that that is really going to help for our industry I do recall uh, uh, at one point we were offloading a uh, truck that had rolled over and uh, in we could hear another car coming in and sliding in behind us. And, uh, and sure enough, uh, you know, somebody landed probably 50 feet from where we were uh, pulling somebody uh, or we were, a crew was offloading a truck. Uh, and, you know, that's just the, the dangers of, of what happened out there sometimes. So fortunately for the most part uh, that doesn't occur Um you know, and we have to be extremely mindful uh, of, of the traffic itself and, and keep ourselves out of that pylon zone, keep the, the cars on that side of it, and we stay on our side of it. Uh, uh, the OPP and the MTO are great with both crash trucks and, and having vehicles out there for us, uh, and that tends to, uh, to help uh, slow down sometimes, but not everybody respects that. So, uh, so it's a big, uh, big concern for sure, but do your job and and uh, hope that everybody else respects that there's human beings out there uh, doing their job, just trying to uh, open the highways for everybody to make uh, their life a little easier as well. Starnia, as I said, is the second busiest border crossing in North America, Windsor number one. So everything flows through here. And uh, when you add the, the winter element, uh, you know, slippery roads uh, on top of it, uh, multiple vehicles coming at you, uh, you know, uh, really no break in the action. Uh, it really adds all those different elements. And then with Sarnia itself uh, and, and the 402, it's really prone to lake effect snow. So what you deal with on our highway a lot of the times is uh, you'll get 
a bright sunny day here right in town, but you can go 15, 20 kilometers outside of the city and, and it is just a total blizzard out there uh, just due to the way the wind is blowing and, and the snow is coming off the lake. Uh, so it's just a totally different uh uh, sunny day one one minute and uh total snowstorm uh not very far from the city so this, these are just the things you adapt to and that you uh, you deal with out there the 402's proximity to Lake Huron creates a whole lot of wintertime uncertainty. It's not uncommon in the winter for drivers heading east from Sarnia to start their journey under clear skies and sunshine and then run into blinding snow squalls before they even hit the Watford cutoff. The harsh driving conditions were on full display in the winter of 2010. Many people remember this area for the 402 being shut down uh, for what they called Snowmageddon. And, and that was a huge event. That was, that was nine days from the, the time we started to the uh, time we got the final uh, vehicle. And in our case, transport out of the ditch was nine days later, and it was three days of the 402 being shut down. So these events are, are big. Uh, you know, they're a lot of work. Uh, they're challenging. Uh, they, they push the limits of any human being. <laughs> and, uh, but, but our guys uh, condition for it. They work hard. And, um, you know, you just take one call at a time and, and you keep going and you get your sleep where you can and uh, and it all comes together and you're happy when it's done. Trust me. It was, it was funny because uh, we would uh, we went the first three days uh, very hard with, you know, you, you run and you know that sometimes you're only going to get three or four hours of sleep in a night. But by the third day of that event, you know, we were all just exhausted and uh, we couldn't go any further. Uh, and it was a situation where nobody from outside areas could even get to us. So we were there was no other tow companies that could get in from London or Windsor or anywhere. So we were we were on our own to try and get these roads cleared up. And, and that was a major event because there was so much snow and it. it was so hard to push through. And, and we basically had to have two people in every truck, uh, both for safety and and just trying to get things done. So it was, uh, you know, on that particular event where I was going with that was that, you know, we got to the third day and we'd call the OPP and, and the local police and say, look, we're shutting down 10 o'clock. We'll restart again tomorrow morning at six. And they're like, perfect. No problem. Every night, 1230, one o'clock. Hey, we've got some calls for you. And it was like, we just, we can't, we can't do anymore. That was very extreme. That was absolutely the biggest one I've ever seen in my career for sure. Um, so no, you don't expect an event like that. You expect a major snowstorm anymore, maybe once every 10 years where it, uh, you know, it becomes a uh, three, four or five day event where there's just so many vehicles uh, trapped and, and that people can't get around. But uh, every year we do see you know, snow that comes down and, and obviously creates a, a day of havoc, I would say, but, or a morning of havoc. With stories like that, it's no surprise the television show is into its fifth season. And for someone like Gary, rescues like that may be relatively normal, perhaps not that extreme, but something that he encounters from time to time. For the audience, however, it's entirely different to see what a rescue like that can look like in real time. There's, there's so many different jobs out there. Uh, we did one on the show that stands out to me. Uh, it was uh, a two-truck collision. Um and it was just slippery roads and uh, one truck lost control. Uh, it was a propane tanker. Those are some of the biggest and heaviest uh, trucks on the, on the road, uh, followed up by a, uh, another truck that was carrying tomatoes. 
and it lost control and rolled over as well, right behind it. Um, and uh, it broke open. And that was a two episode uh, thing that we did on the show. But what was really neat is uh, we had um, uh, had an understanding of how the accident happened. And we were told that the uh, tomato truck crashed first and the uh, propane tra- truck tried to avoid it and crashed. Well, somebody came up to me a year later and said, oh, I have video of that. And they brought us the video of it. And it was, it was amazing. You, the propane tanker lost control at first, uh, went into the ditch and then everybody was stopping behind it. And this guy was coming up way too fast. Didn't see all the trucks and cars stopped and he lost control and, and ended up in the ditch behind it. So it was just a totally different, uh, scenario than we had been told. Uh, and then, you know, that night, that we got called or that afternoon and went into earlier hours of the morning. It was an extremely cold, cold night uh, and a huge job. I think we had 14 hours into it. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're fighting the cold, uh, you're, you're struggling with the, the weights uh, to upright the propane tanker, but then the, the tomato truck was so badly broken up uh, and it was such a challenge to upright it, get it up and out of the ditch and, and then a whole team offloading it. Yeah. It was just one of those nights. It was one of those jobs that was just everything they could throw at us. They did. So, uh, but we managed it. You're tired and you, you sleep well afterwards. And when it's a big, heavy truck stuck in the ditch, Gary needs to really think on his feet in order to get it out of there and get the highway moving again. So it just takes that, that working knowledge of, okay, how do I make my truck sit still? Uh, and, and that's something that you might find fascinating is, is when you're dealing with light duty towing, quite often the tow truck outweighs the car that you're, the casualty that you're pulling out. Vice versa, when you're dealing with heavy trucks, quite often the casualty or the truck that's down in the ditch outweighs the tow truck. So it's, it's a different uh, way of doing things. You, you have to be able to anchor these trucks. You have to get, uh, get them to sit still in order to, uh, and it takes multiple trucks at that point, as you said, uh, to get them out, not the entire fleet usually, but, uh, yeah, it just takes multiple trucks and, uh, it's all the, the physics behind it. As I said, it's, uh, takes mass to make mass move. This job is difficult. It's tiring. It's dangerous and it's demanding. There are countless sleepless nights and a constant risk of injury. These drivers sacrifice a lot to keep our roads safe and running. So what keeps Gary and the other heavy rescuers going when the job gets tough? There are people that want to help people and, and that is really the biggest reward out there that they, they get to get out there, uh, help people in times of need where they need it. Uh, you know, the, the people in this inter- industry are fantastic. Uh, two weekends ago, I went to a toy drive uh, just outside of London, uh, St. Thomas actually, and uh, yeah, that sort of stuff happens amongst the towing community on a regular basis. And, and they're great people. They just love to help people. And uh, so it, it's great. It's, it, I, I'm proud to, of what I do in, in our industry. You know, we joined the, the show with the thought, uh, one, it's, it's a real show. Uh, it's nothing's made up. Uh, there's no second takes on any of this stuff. You you can't put a truck back down in the ditch. You can't retake something that you do. It's all live. It's, it's all real what happens. And and that's for me, why we were involved in the show is because they're showing, uh, the real side of our, our industry. And, you know, our industry, unfortunately, has not always had uh, a great reputation. 
And, and I think we're, we're changing that. And I hope we are anyway. I hope the public sees us in a different light these days, understands, you know, the skill set that's needed, the equipment, the value in the equipment that we, we bring out to these jobs. Um, you know, these aren't easy tasks and they're not easy conditions to work in. Uh, so I, I think it's just brought a new light to, to people uh, of what we deal with out there, uh, how difficult it is and uh, what it takes to do the job. And, and it's a true profession. It, it really is. And it's a great profession if you do it right. This episode of the 519 Podcast was produced by Haley Cheng, Patrick Magermans, and Scott Kitching. It was hosted by me, Craig Needles. The 519 Podcast is a presentation of Blackburn Media.